This is a Cato Special Podcast. I'm Caleb Brown. President Obama has a critical decision on Afghanistan coming up, and none of his choices will win him many political points. An expanded commitment to Afghanistan could mean years, if not decades, of additional American blood and treasure. Cato Senior Fellow Doug Bandau comments. The election mess just makes the decision harder for the president. I mean, any counterinsurgency uh, strategy base is, has to be based upon having a partner that works, you know, having a functioning government, having local Afghans who have legitimacy. And what we've seen, quite frankly, is President Karzai has none of that. Everyone agrees he, uh, you know, he, or at least his supporters, stole the election. The runoff isn't taking place because his you know, opponent has dropped out. Corruption is endemic. The New York Times ran a story claiming that his brother was even on the CIA payroll. The mere fact that he agreed to a runoff under pressure makes him look more like an American toady. I think we have enormous problems here. How can you put more troops in to support this regime? On the issue of legitimacy with the Karzai regime, it seems as if anything that happens uh, for the next several months in Afghanistan really enhances the profile of the Taliban. Well, from the Taliban standpoint, is, you know, I mean, say you have the Pashtuns who don't necessarily like the Taliban. On the other hand, these are kind of their people, and the Taliban are fighting people that the, uh, a lot of the, the tribal folks hate even more. So if you have to ask them to choo- choose between the local kind of thugs or the guys in Kabul who are on the take or the foreigners who are showing up with guns, it's no surprise they take the locals. And this has been made worse by everything over Karzai, is that you, you don't have a serious partner. You can't make an argument that we are supporting a legitimate Afghan government. We're talking about a government that seems to be an American puppet government. It almost seems like what McChrystal wants to offer the Afghan population is something like a better protection racket. Now, McChrystal would argue what the only way counterinsurgency will work is if you actually provide security so that your forces or your allies, in this case the Karzai government or local functionaries, actually rule. So we have a lot of places where Americans will show up and the Taliban will disappear and the Americans move on and the Taliban come back. You know, and as long as you have that situation, locals will not cooperate with you because they can't, I mean, you know, the moment you leave, they're vulnerable to attack. So the, and McChrystal thinks that if you give him more troops, he can beat the Taliban. Uh, and the challenge here is that if you look at standard counterinsurgency doctrine and the, 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 own, the army's own plans, we need more than 600,000 troops in Afghanistan. You know, McChrystal wants 40,000 more as a bottom line, maybe some more. I mean, we're still talking, you know, a little over 100,000. I mean, we're not talking about numbers that are going to get us very far. If we're talking about a counterinsurgency effort which depends on your credibility with a local population. That is, you will not, you make a credible commitment to these people. That would seem to just lock the United States in to Afghanistan for another 15 years. Almost everyone who wants to pursue this strategy acknowledges we are talking about years, if not decades. You know, Afghanistan has the reputation of, you know, the you know, basically the graveyard of empires. No one has done very well there. Mountainous terrain, 35 villages, 20 ethnic groups. And there's no particular reason to think Americans will do better. And I think the the critical thing here is that even if the president thinks that, McChrystal thinks that, they in theory could win. I don't think there's going to be American support. You don't embark upon the strategy unless you think the public will back you for another decade, and they won't. Support's going down. It's not going to rise. The lesson... The United States, 
I think should have taken from our experience after leaving uh, Afghanistan, Pakistan, that region uh, at the end of the 80s was maybe some eyeballs there would have been helpful to sort of understand what's going on. Is there a balance that we can strike without uh, getting mired back in the same situation that we've been in for so many years in Afghanistan and still maintain uh, some credible information coming out of the area? Well, yes. I think we have to scale back our ambitions. I mean, to put it simply, we need to engage in counterterrorism rather than counterinsurgency. Our goal needs to be that we kill or capture anybody out there who wants to attack America or to do us harm. But that doesn't mean trying to build an Afghan state. That doesn't mean trying to create a genuine national government. That doesn't mean worrying about who controls different provinces in Afghanistan. And that means the you know, use of special forces. It means cooperating with both Afghan and Pakistani forces. It means basically a much lighter footprint and it frankly be a little bit messier. This region has always been unstable, but it means focus on what really matters to America, terrorism, and give up the notion that we can kind of create a Western liberal society in Afghanistan. We can't. It's certainly not at affordable cost in a reasonable time frame. Do you have uh, an over-under on the date and time of when President Obama will actually make his announcement? And be cynical here. Well, yeah, this is not an easy decision for the president. He's put himself into a box. He's said this is a, you know, a necessary war. He's you know, chosen his military commander. Now his military commander tells him he needs at least 40,000 you know, troops. This is, you know, if he does that, he's going to anger his base. He's going to lock himself into a long-term commitment. But if he doesn't give the troops, then he opens himself you know, to attack from supporters of the war. I think he's going to try to make this decision, you know, at a moment to try to get Americans to forget about it. The Thanksgiving holidays is a good moment. You know, the standing joke in Washington is you make the announcement, you know, midnight Friday evening to lose it in the weekend, or you make it, you know, midnight Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and you hope that people kind of ignore it for a while and it buys you a little time. It wouldn't surprise me that it'll be made holiday time period in part in an attempt to kind of bury it, you know, because it's not, a, whatever he does, he's going to lose. Doug Bandau is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.